Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my wonderful wife, Jolene, with another episode of The Marriage Mentor. Uh, in this episode, uh, we have a precious gal by the name of Elizabeth, who has a question about plastic surgery that we, I don't know if we've discussed this in the past, but uh, let's hear what she has to say. Okay. Hi, my name's Elizabeth from Indiana. I have been married for 15 years and I have three beautiful children. Um... My husband is a godly man. My question today is, how does God feel, and what is your stance on cosmetic surgery? I have PCOS, which causes a lot of, which causes me to have some unwanted um, side effects of that that women would not want to have. On top of that, I also have a tuberous breast deformity. Um, I, I do not have any breast tissue whatsoever, and the breasts I guess that I do have are deformed and I do not want cosmetic surgery to flaunt my breast or to use them in any sinful way but I also don't want to do anything that's outside of God's will or plan or to purposefully sin by even getting breast implants. I have guilt as a mother of three um, and just concern on, on God's take on it. So my question is what is your take and what do you think God would say about, I know you're not God, but how do you think he would feel about me getting breast implants um, to feel more like a woman? I just want to feel like a woman. That's all. I want to be comfortable and confident in my own skin. My husband doesn't care either way. I'm sure he would enjoy them if I got them, but um, it's definitely nothing he has ever even suggested. So what do you think? Okay, so here you have an opportunity to speak for God. Now, I, I know that she said, you're not God. No, and, uh, oh no. <laughs> no, definitely not. And I, you know, and I know that she's just looking for, is there something in the Bible that maybe she's not seen or, um, obviously she, she's looking for wisdom in this situation, which is the word of God. So let's hear it. Well, um, <laughs> You know, uh, she started off saying she has PCOS, and I'm like, oh, well, we're part of the same club. You know, that's polycystic ovary syndrome. I have that as well. Um, I do not have uh, the the breast issues that she's dealing with, but I do know what it's like to have um, really a disease because when you look at what, what Satan does, he comes to still kill and destroy. You know, um, part of that destruction process is disease that we now deal with today and it how it erodes our bodies and really breaks us down so within saying that we have to look at well, what does the word of god say you know we know the scriptures about how we're beautiful in god's eyes it's you know not the outer appearance as, as proverbs talks about but it's you know the inner being of a woman um, and First Peter 3 talks about not letting your adornment, you know, be the guiding right. factor. It's that gentle and quiet spirit of what the man is drawn to. But then there's the flip side. There's the flip side of, I think about Esther, and it was their culture. You know, they did beauty treatments for a stinking year. A year. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't even get my hair done, you know. A year, I mean, seriously. So I, I have to laugh at the culture back then. And now I live in Southern California, which is very much of all about the outer appearance, 
you know, how far are we love from like Beverly Hills and uh, we're thirty miles. Thirty miles. So we're we're steeped in in that. So here is a simple measuring tool that I use for uh, my own insecurities of my outer appearance. And and just so you know, whether a woman has all her body parts and, and there's no disease or infections, anything running through her body, you can look at a model. You talk to any model. Okay, that's what she does for a living. Right. She is not going to tell you she feels gorgeous. It ain't going to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So every gal every has gal. issues with her body, with her every gal. And we've Eric and I have had this conversation. We've we've talked in great lengths about a woman's insecurities and where does it stem from? Okay, a lot of it does stem from society. But there's something in us as women, as wives, where we do want to look beautiful for our husbands. Well, and and ultimately it stems from the fall. Yes. Because God designed the woman to be a helper to the husband, so she was created in that. And, and and because that, uh, what men and women have a different viewpoint on how they look. You know, obviously women look at that much differently than men. Men can get fat and ugly and bald, and they don't really care. Right. 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 They don't care so, as much. Well, I understand. They don't care as much. Some of them don't care at all, which right. is unfortunate. But right. Right. But when you go back to the garden, you go back to Eve and how the Lord presented her to Adam. She's absolutely beautiful. Those are scriptures written there. She's beautiful. Um, I could look at Rachel and Leah, the story of the two sisters. Rachel was beautiful. Okay. Right. And Leah was not. She wasn't in. Wasn't held in a position of wonderful beauty. You've got Sarah or Sarai in the Bible. She was beautiful. So. All throughout the scripture, you hear this. And as a godly woman, I read that and I think, well, I don't have that same beauty. My natural default is to say, I'm not as beautiful. Because who just showed up in my mind? Was it God who spoke that or was it the enemy? enemy, It was the enemy. So a a woman is always going to struggle with her outer appearance. Hence why God says don't. It's in in his scriptures. It's not your outer appearance that matters. But... As a woman who's married, we want to present ourselves, um, take care of ourselves, and present ourselves to our husbands so our husbands could be enraptured by our beauty, our breast, and so forth. So I get everything she's saying. I like looking at you. Uh, absolutely. And you are I'm the only naked body that my husband could see. So it's just like I need to get over the fact of my insecurities, and this woman has to learn how to get over that. Now, here's the, here's a challenge for her. If you're all put together... Will you still have your insecurities? Okay. Your first thought is, well, no, because I'll have my breast won't be deformed and everything will be normal. Okay. So right. it's it's always it, you're kind of always chasing that carrot. Okay. For example, I'm 45 years old and I got gray hair at a young age, and at one point I thought, well, I'm just going to let my gray hair grow out, and I did not feel pretty. I did not feel um, attractive. For my husband now, there's some women they grow out their gray and that they're they're good with that. I'm not. I was way too vain. Okay, yet I'm pursuing the Lord, but in my heart it was just like, oh, you know, I'd really like to color it and and you know, kind of put off the aging process as much as possible. So somewhere in there, you need to reconcile being beautiful for your husband and it being an idol. Which one is it? Okay? Well, and you bring up a good point because the Bible does say, and and you're gonna have to test me here because. It's either Proverbs or Psalms. I believe it's Psalms. But for for the man to enjoy 
the breasts of the wife of his youth. That might be Solomon. Song of Solomon. Is that Solomon? Okay. Or it could be Proverbs. I think hey, it's Proverbs. I, I know what it says. I just don't know where it says. Okay. <laughs> but it, I know that verse, you know, and you look at that and you go, wow, that's really, that's really descriptive, you know, and that's really an intimate type of verse. And yet it specifically mentioned that area. And we know in society that if we go out and we have attributes that are totally different from everyone else, we automatically feel insecure right. about that. Right. Okay. And so, uh, you know, we're going to move on here. But, uh, you know, when she's talking about this and she just wants to feel like a woman. And, right. You know, there are some gals that go out and say, hey, give me the bigger size, the bigger size. And, and they never stop. And then they hang them out for the world to see. Right. And okay? that, that motive is wrong because that motive is to entice men. Right. Okay. That and, and that motive is um, look at me, look at me. I want to have all the attention. I want to turn heads. And you, you have now um, are causing men to stumble. Stumble. Um, but in this case, this woman is just like you know. I I feel like all these you know diseases have caused these issues. And here's my thought: if you were in a car accident and you know, you went through the windshield and you had, you know, these scars across your face and your your face was pretty much mutilated. Okay, they stitched you back up. Would you not go in and have some cosmetic sur- surgery? No one has an argument with that. Right. No one says, oh, right. that's wrong. Or, or even, let's just go further. You know, there are, are children that are born with a cleft palate and, and different deformities in other countries that... Uh, Doctors go and, and give their time to help solve these problems. No one has an issue with that. Right. But yet you could say, hey, that's how God made them, so they're fine. Right. Leave them alone. Right. They, they shouldn't be so vain. But I think that that goes back to where where is the conviction? That's where you have to... And the verse that I really have for, for this gal and every gal that's listening, no matter whether you choose to go dye your hair, you put ointment on your face because of, you have acne, we're all doing it... Um, to feel a little bit better in who we are. You know, as long as it doesn't become an idol. Why is this any different than a person who goes and works out at the gym to lose that weight? Okay. To get pumped up. <laughs> well, women are getting pumped I up understand. to go to it in that sense. But how is it any different? Now, here's the verse that I try and hold on to when I'm at um, somewhat of a crossroads of it's an amoral issue. And it's Philippians 2.12. Therefore, my dear brothers, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, and this is the Apostle Paul talking, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Okay, It's your salvation. It's your walk. It's what is the Holy Spirit telling you? There's nothing in Scripture that says don't go get cosmetic surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Okay. So when I'm at a crossroad, I have to ask myself, Oh, well, like today, I'm going to go to the health food store and I'm going to go look for some natural stuff to help my body be better. Am I in sin? No. No. This gal's intent is I want to um, be pleasing to my husband. I wear lipstick because my husband likes it. I like it. It's nice. Has it become an idol? Do I have like 30 different lipsticks and we've gone into debt for it? No. Okay. So do you see how you start weighing your decisions? I mean, if you're... Cosmetic surgery is a path that I'm sure you, there's a lot of things to weigh. With PCOS, my, my tubes were tied after I had my my uh, last son. And the way that they tied them, and it, it caused a lot of hormonal 
uh, imbalances and ovarian cysts and all sorts of havoc that had I known, I wouldn't have done it. But anyways, it's a path that we took and we've talked many times now, you know, it's 13 years have passed. We've talked about having it reversed because of the surgery that I had, it could be reversed. And years ago when we talked about it, I was not physically um, stable enough. My health, my immune system wasn't strong enough to undergo surgery. So we thought that's not a wise path, okay? So you always have to look at the big picture. The big picture, she's asking about a spiritual thing, okay? Um, but you also have to say, if I undergo this surgery, what if I die in the process? Are you willing to take that path? Because now your husband has no wife, and your children have no mom. Well, and everything's a calculated risk. It is a calculated right? risk. But going under the knife is a bigger risk than me putting on lipstick. Okay? Right. So I can't answer this question for her. That's well, why I went back to uh, Philippians 2.12. There's one thing I want to add. You know, when, and, and this always impresses me, but when God uh, told Samuel, hey, you're going to go find the next king. Okay? Mm -hmm. And Samuel went... And he found all of David's brothers. And God says, nope, it's not this one. I've rejected him. And, and he's like, do you have any more? Well, there's a one out tending the sheep. That was David. Right. And God said that man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. Now, the point I'm trying to make here is that her motivation okay, is what the right. important part is Absolutely. here. That's what God was looking at. God's looking at... David's motivation versus others' motivation. So her motivation, her reasons, her heart reason for doing this, that's really the key factor right. here. Right, and I don't see God having a problem with any of them. That's my own personal take on it. You know, based on what she shared, I don't think that God is going to smite her. I don't think that God is going to be dis displeased with her choice. Okay, so, so if I can be so bold... I'm going to speak for God here, and then he can strike <laughs> He can strike me dead later. But I would say, if physically, if the risks are not great, go do it. Go, yes, go take up. You know, because up. I can see based on what she said, that this would just change her entire life and how she feels about herself right. and how she feels in public and how she feels with her husband. Man, go do it. Right, right. But again, it's a calculated risk. Right. You know, you got to look at But then she also has to be discerning in... Once it's done, making sure that that procedure has not changed her heart. It may have changed her outer appearance, but you got to make sure. And, and again, based on when I'm listening to the message and her heart's cry, I think she is spiritually um, grounded. She sounds broken at the end. Yes, she yep. does. And my heart is, okay, well, let's look at scriptures. You're not outside the will of God, in my opinion. And the, the premise is to feel like a woman and I think that there's nothing wrong with heading down that path for surgery but just like in any in anything there's always there's always an aftermath right and it and you know what it's always easy for someone who doesn't have issues to point the finger and say oh you shouldn't do it right yeah. right <laughs> it's just like your breasts are normal I think about women who had mastectomies did I say that right yes yeah. okay you know, some of them could have reconstructive surgery because they feel less of a woman. And it's no, just one's like, no one's going to argue with that they're one They're not going to argue with that. So why is it that, oh, well, if you've had breast cancer, it's it's more acceptable than if you've had um, tumorous breast and, and mis... You know. Both are health issues. They're both health issues, you know. So I personally, I don't, I don't see in Scripture where you're outside the will of God 
And um, I don't think I have anything else to say on that other than we, we are all faced with insecurities. And I believe that most women every single day are trying to enhance, in, in some respects, they're trying to enhance their outer appearance. I mean, how many times have you heard women who said, well, I didn't put on my face or do my hair or makeup, and I just ran to the store, and then I ran into my neighbor, and now they're embarrassed because the neighbor well, sees them not all done up. Because that's their only tool. That's their ultimate tool is how they look. Well, okay? there's a certain... We as women, we do want to present ourselves well. Okay? I understand that, but but when you're, when you're constantly... There are gals that spend hours yes. getting ready, yes. okay? And so they'll miss the relationship yes, with will. their family. They'll miss serving the Lord because they're so self-consumed. Yes, that's and wrong. that's where you have to look at, is has it become an idol? I know for me to do videos, it's just like, oh man, that's the last thing I want to do because you know, I've got weight gain on because of my hormones and you get in front of the camera, you're even heavier. And I'm like, what did they say that in video it adds like 10, 10 pounds? 10 pounds. I'm like, I think it's more like 40. <laughs> and so my first thought is I don't want to be in front of video. And then I hear the Holy Spirit say, so who are you going to worship? Are you going to worship you because I'm insecure about my outer appearance? Or are you going to worship me? Right. So food for thought. God looks on the heart. Yep. Okay, I hope that helps. I'm Eric Engel. And I'm Jolene Engel at JoleneEngel.com.